Welcome to the Random T Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 7, Episode 5, A Trout in the Milk? I had to look it up. Is it a real it's, thing? It exists. Okay. It's a thing. Okay. I mean, even so, it would be now since the show did it, but... That is true. That is true. And it is, in fact, about circumstantial evidence. The thing is, the trout in the milk is, um, for example, a farmer who would put um, trough water into milk to dilute it to try and have more of it oh that's where it comes from okay or and trough la- became or trout or, or something okay or maybe lake water okay or but it's watering down the milk okay okay it's circumstantial evidence okay but you can't necessarily prove it all right well thank you susa i'm just saying i looked it up yeah okay um wow this was an episode. I liked it. I didn't... Okay, I didn't dislike it. I liked it. But it wasn't as good as some of the other ones. I had a lot of fun with it because I was born in 1972. Yeah. And I loved the costuming. Um, I had, The I intro just thought it was, was fucking art. Oh, my God. I had uh, 18 flashbacks. Yeah. So hard. Yeah. Um, it was hilarious. That intro was art. It was perfect. I know A-Team is, is like early 80s, but, but still, it's the same yes. feel. So this is where they're about you. <laughs> God. I'm still getting a little anxious that we still haven't seen Fitz. He wasn't even credited. No. In that I know. Scene. I, I thought that oh, too. Jeff, Jeff Ward. That that turn into yeah. the camera. Like, you can't see us, so. Yeah. That turn into the camera. And the but smile, the, yeah. But they went, they went way back for all of them. I know, I noticed that, too. Like, old school. They went season one, season two, yeah. something. Yeah. For their, um. For their intros. For their intros, and I just thought that was just great. And then Jeff Warp. And that's how they always do the new character. Yeah. The, right? Hey. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was, that was a work of art. It was, so. Um, well, we've got some pre-back pre-back. Yes. I don't know if it's technically pre-back or not, but we got a email. From we have listener. it. <laughs> we have an email that I'm going to read most of. Okay. Um, from someone who's very excited, uh, to have found us. And these cool. are the kind of emails that we, we really love like. to get. Um, nice. so this is, uh, name is, say it for me. Oh, I don't, I'm not, look. Alana. Alana or Alana? Alana or Alana. Go by Allie or Owls. There you go. Allie. From Virginia. Okay. Which apparently becomes relevant later in the conversation. Okay, okay. Says, I'm so excited to finally send this, so I'm probably going to ramble, so please, 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 please. Oh, there's only three pleases. Uh, Bear with me because this might be, it's fine. Story of how I found y'all and how you won me over. Okay. So I found you about a week ago, and in that time, I've subscribed to all of your podcasts, including Agent Carter, and they haven't watched it yet. I am summarizing the email, ah. just so you know. So I can listen to your podcast about it and find out what Stay Jarvelous means. Hey. You'll have to ask Michael. It's not in the show, but it's perfect. It's not. It's, it's, stay, it's a playoff of Stay Marvelous. Yes. But that's, but that's a Jarv- Michaelism. But Jarvelous, but Jarvelous, because Jarvis. It's perfect. Uh, before this, I only followed a very small handful of media podcasts. Again, this is relevant. So some background. Grew up uh, loving all things geek, Trekkie, and a Wookiee, both Marvel and DC. Uh, not only get up, PS4, Xbox, Nintendo. This is our kind of girl right here, yep. okay? Books, movies, TV shows, audio drama, anime, conventions, and cosplay. 
However, where I do will not split my loyalties is between Cap and Stark in Civil War. Team Cap all the way. Thank you. We can continue reading the email at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Got any things because my older brother liked them? Same. Uh, he's seven years older than me, looked after me, helped raise me. I mean, I get that. Uh, hero worship him wanted to be just like him so i got in these things eventually no longer became about wanting my brother to think i was cool my love of these things had just become a part of who i am i feel that uh fast forward to the present i still gain way more than i should i write in role play writing group has several active storylines and i still love marvel thing is i don't have a lot of friends very few i truly call friends and only a few in that group share most of my interests i like fan podcasts because it's like chatting with friends over your favorite shows I have a couple of people I'd like to introduce you to later in this podcast, my dear. <laughs> um, I hunted for one Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. years ago when I first got into podcasts. Wanted a show that would help fill in all the gaps between the comics and the cinema verses. Who might spot all those tiny Easter eggs I missed? I read X-Men comics, not Avengers. However, the podcasts I found were beyond disappointing. All I found was entitled Fanboy Whining. <laughs> Self-important blather tearing something apart that they doubtless thought they could have done better. I wanted someone to be excited with, not someone who would bring me down by complaining for 45 minutes and nitpicking on stuff that had no bearing on the story whatsoever. I didn't want to listen to people who were only, quote, fans so long as the movie slash show did what they wanted. In my opinion, that's not a true fan. A true fan is still a fan even with the mistakes. In essence, I didn't want mansplaining. Yeah, mansplaining is the word. Being a diehard feminist, I should have figured it out much earlier than I did that the only podcasts for TV shows that I loved were done by women. Ah. Uh, there's several shout-outs to other uh, podcasts, cool, which cool, 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 cool. I'm going to refrain from because I don't know them. Yeah. And if I did, I would, but sorry. I don't want to shout-out to You don't to really listen pod- to a lot of podcasts. I don't really do, uh, but they're for Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Farscape, Poldark, uh, and I'm assuming Angel. Um, anyway, the trend, all of them are all women. Cool, cool. Um, so recently I started a rewatch of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I drifted away in season five. Someone spoiled an event for me and was a nope moment. Mm. I ripped myself out of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fandom so hard that I knew nothing until ago. decided to come back to the show. When I started rewatching, I thought I'd again find a podcast for the show. I searched. Listened to the first few episodes of, I'm not kidding, half a dozen podcasts. Hated them all. Been there, yeah, where you're just like, well, that's terrible. And then I found you. More specifically, I hunted for you. That's a little scary. <laughs> I clicked on every podcast I could find for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and waited until I found one done by women. And cue dramatic swill of heraldic music and angel choir accompaniment. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That was terrible. Why did you let me do that? I had no part in that. Oh, uh, y'all don't waste my time. You two with your y'alls and bless your heart. Speak to my southern heart. I'm from Virginia, remember? Okay. Family's from Tennessee, Louisiana, so I was raised pretty southern. Listening to your podcast, I find my very slight accent becoming thicker, just like it does at family reunions. We do it to each other. That is true. Uh, Funny and self-depreciating and knowledgeable. Janya, your research nerd heart is my hero and queenie. Your protectiveness and tendency to claim favorite characters as your babies gives me life. Except... What's his name? Lincoln. Fuck him. I will admit the first few episodes had me nervous that the same thing would happen, that the nitpicking would great, and then y'all made a The Greater Good. The Greater, the greater good. good. Joke, and that was it. You got me. Hot Fuzz is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> well, second only to Princess Bride, of course. Now there are moments when you miss or confuse a plot point and call it 
and call it out, and I just want to yell because as a writer, it's easy for me to track a character's actions or behavior and make estimated guesses on how the story got to that point. I won't go into detail now because this email is already long, but I will explain at some point they are big points. Okay. Um, thank you for existing, for giving my nerd heart some life in these moron 45 COVID-19 times. Um, we're so glad to have you. Yeah. Welcome. Uh, hold up. Almost done. Uh, just finished season three of your Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast, which was your first Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season to cast. Yes. yes. And started on your Stranger Things and MCU Movies podcast. I plan to start watching Agent Carter tonight after dinner. Cool, 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 cool. Perfect. We are going to do season two at some point. We... Hold up. So this is from Kinsey. Okay. Um, more of a kind of a generic email, not for a particular episode, I don't think. Okay. Uh, yes, Kinsey. Uh, Jeanne and Queenie, I'm a new listener and enjoy your podcast tremendously. I came for season seven of Agents and Shield and stayed for MCU movies and shits and giggles. Yay! That's 90% of our podcast. Shits and giggles. Shits and giggles. Yep. Uh, normally I would not write just to tell you how great you are. I would not even bother to ask you to complete your Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. collection by doing season two. Please, please. I can get no satisfaction. Otherwise. We're gonsta. We will. We promise. Yeah. We're going to. The reason I am writing is pools. Oh, this is in reference to the last episode. Pools with bodies. In black and white. With internal monologues. To be precise, episode three starts with one. And it's definitely an homage to one of the all-time great noir films, Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, and I didn't catch that. And I'm glad you pointed that out because, yes. Which also starts with a body floating in a pool. In fact, there, too, the narrator's the guy floating in the pool with two shots in the back. Looking forward to hearing your future and planning to pursue your past podcasts. Sincerely, Kenzie. P.S. Since I'm listening to your old MCU movie podcast, I know this, noticed some of the comics Johnny complained about not being able to find at Marvel Unlimited have since been added. Cool, cool. For example, the first appearance of Star-Lord, incidentally, also in black and white. Yeah, I'm assuming that Marvel's slowly getting their stuff That's, back because Disney pockets are deep. Well, they also have to get everything digitally. Yes. Digitized. Digitally digitized? Uh-huh. We're just sure. Go. We're just going to go with that. Sure. we go with that. So welcome aboard all these new listeners. We've noticed, Yay. I've noticed our numbers are going up. Yes. It's not yes. where we were a year ago, but... We had Stranger Things a year ago. Though. Well, that and we took off for... Yes, we did. A thousand years. So, um, so yeah. Yay. I have actual pre-back. Okay. From Michael. Okay. Who, as we know, was busy last weekend which is fine it's fine michael it's fine don't feel bad boo it's fine i was gonna make him feel guilty but go ahead don't yes ma'am no i'm kidding yeah uh says aloha ladies hey since i missed getting in feedback for four here are just a few points that i don't think were covered in your recap or other folks's feedback or answered by episode five okay may's revealed ability seems like the perfect power to have this have the solve the problem they posed in episode three that being how to id chromicons Chronicoms. Okay. Since she apparently gets no feelings from machine folk, then she's built for sussing them out as long as she can get within touching distance. I fully expect a scene where her ability is used as a chronicom detector. Okay, that's a good point. I think the MacGuffin bar is the precursor to Fury's tool. The MacGuffin, the bar, not the not the saloon, not the location, the bar itself. They're carrying around oh, in the case. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I the part that was delivered. The piece that was yeah. in the okay. briefcase. Gotcha, yes. gotcha, the gotcha. The MacGuffin bar is the precursor to Fury's toolbox. Okay. That was supposedly encased in vibranium and following standard tech advancements, higher tech comes in smaller packages. The toolbox was a repository of shield info as well. Okay. And he also calls BS on the missing Sousa body. 
Thank you. Thank you. And then after that, he goes on to episode five. Cool. So I'll pause there. Okay. Make sure everything else is for episode five. I believe it is. Nice, nice, nice. Got one from uh, Shannon and Sarah, too. Okay. Cool. All right. We ready for the... Uh, Yeah, my page keeps refreshing. It's driving me crazy. Cool. Okay. Yes. All right. So this was directed by Stan Brooks, who's done, I think, one other episode. He's more a producer than a director. He's still in the family. Yeah. Um, And then Aiden uh, Bagdachi was our writer, um, who's also done a couple. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Good. Um, So we pick up where we left off. um, and, And I realize that I did not paste the right thing. So give me a moment. No. 70s. There's lots of 70s. There's 70s clothes. There are. Like, I hate. I That's ha- a porn. I No, but it's that, like, that, like, guitar. Is it? it? Like, weird. Is it? I don't like the 70s. I love you, but I don't like uh, the 70s, and I'm sorry. I see how. I was a year old. Yes. When this happened. Yes, I wasn't born yet. Um children god so yeah we we see them we see them walking and it's there's a very uh pointed homage to uh saturday night fever kind of walking down the street with some attitude can we bitch about may's dress oh it's tara hater dress no 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 stereotypical she's an asian woman Um, the pattern on the dress yeah but i mean it works it was the seventies. Yeah, I mean, it, I I hated it, but then again, I this mean, is, yeah, it was a terrible dress. This is not I the liked, peak of fashion for me. Oh no! And the fact that Sousa was determined to keep his suit. I love that he noped out. He was like, nope, nope, nope. It was I, great. I love that he's still Sousa. Yes. In this, yes, he is still the same character, and I adore that. Um, uh, so we get we get most of our team. Oh. oh. That was the rest of it that I wanted to finish okay. saying. I love that Seuss is an active character. Yes. He wasn't just like He's not there. a background character. He's yeah. an active character. Yes. That's what I wanted to say. Um, so we get Simmons and Deke are staying on the Zephyr and Mac and Yo-Yo are elsewhere that we'll see them in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Colson, May, Daisy, and Sousa. And they um, go to what used to be the speakeasy, um, which is now like a grungy, nasty bar. I don't know. Um, it's and the seventies, and it's packed. Um, and so they find uh, General Rick Stoner, who we previously only met as a hologram. Yes, I'm so excited. I know, I know. When they, I didn't really recognize him until he spoke, and when he spoke, I was like, "Oh, it's that guy, Patrick Warburton." I love him so much. I adore him. He's all over Disney. He is. Um, he's that guy that's in things. Yeah, and he's also the intro to Soren. Um, he does the pre-show. Yes, he does. Um, so uh, they find out that this is a celebration, um, and that <laughs> Wilford Malik's still alive, even though his funeral was three years ago. Yeah, God, just point that out. Yeah, and um, so we find out this is a celebration for uh, Project Insight, which is a thing in the seventies. And they're 40, like, oh, fuck. 40 years early. Yeah. Um, so we find I, out. I like the MCU. MCU. Um, I did too. It, I, I did don't know too. that it's an Easter egg, but plot thread. What yeah. call that? I don't know. Um, but it. Uh, they also mentioned that Nathaniel should be dead as well. Malik's, yeah. uh, Gideon Malik's brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's there. 
And apparently he's the introvert. So immediately, like, they were like, oh, he'd rather be at home playing records. And I was like, we don't know that he's a bad guy. He could be fine. He's an introvert. Uh-huh. I already was just like, he's You were pretty bad. protective of him. I was, yeah. He's a Malik. Um, you should have known. So I wasn't a super huge fan of Malik's old age makeup. I It was terrible. I, I appreciate that they used the same actor. As the 50s episode. But the makeup, he and he looked so, real fake and makey. He I looked was real so like bad. What was uh, what's that actor George, the, the one that's like, he's probably dead by now. But he's crazy tan and he looks like leather. George somebody anyway. He looked like that, where it was just like, are you a suitcase? <laughs> um. So yeah. So we get th- we get that everybody's there for um insight, and we find out that. Um, cause I think they talked to General Stoner at one point and, um, he is, uh, they're, they're kind of like launch, launching it, but not launching, launching. Um, they're starting the program Project Insight and they're starting to build stuff, but it's going to be another three years, mm-hmm. um, before it's ready to be launched. And, um, so Gideon goes and hits on Daisy Yes. And that's when Daisy realizes, because he talks about his dad in his office with no room, that they've been in the speakeasy before. Yes. She knows the room that has yes. no windows. And so uh, once Sousa rescues her, yes. oh, no, it's her fiance. Yeah. Good on Sousa for recognizing the situation. Yeah. And damn it, why do men only respect other men and not the women? I know. the only reason he left her alone is because, oh, no, she's He's got... claimed, yeah, he's claimed her. Whatever. So her and Sousa go and get into the windowless yes. room. Yes, and hack. And she hack actually has something to hack. She finally has something. She's like, oh, there's great thing about the 70s is there's no firewalls. Yeah. Cause the, and the whole thing is every, they've qu- very quickly realized, well, clearly the chronicoms must have tampered. Yes. Um, because there's no way well, they could have... Well, once they saw Gideon Malik alive... Yeah, there's no way they could have taken something from, what, like, 2015 and done correct. it this early. Because now they're talking about lasers. Because they left a Chronicom behind. Yes. And this is when they realized it. Right. So. Um, and so, at this point, I think we see briefly that Mac and Yo-Yo are... Do we not see them? Do, do you want to go ahead and do I, this before yeah. we do anything else? Well... I think since we're already talking about the lists. Okay. Janya has done a thing. <clears throat> it's been a while since I've done a thing. This is true. This is true. They haven't really given you a lot to work with. There hasn't been anything show. for me to work with on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So uh, so there are, I found two screen caps online. Of the list. Of the list. There are two of them. Okay. Uh, there are two different lists. And I have found connections on almost every single one of them. Some of them is an exposition. Okay. Possibly that this is what it is, but we don't know for sure. Okay. But okay. I found possible connections with every single name except one. Okay. So we're going to go to, um, I don't know, I can't remember what order these lists go in, but see, the first list that I have is Ben Taylor. Okay. Who is a producer, but I can't find a connection to the name. So unless he's buddies with somebody. They they do, uh, the Planet of Kitson is a good example. So they, they constantly put. So production people in, but so I that's couldn't fine. find any. But he's not. But he's not a producer connected to Agents Shield. Oh, I can't find any Marvel or MCU okay, connection. Okay, what, you're none. just saying he is a random producer he is with a that name. Random person. He happens to be a producer. Whether it is that particular Ben Taylor or not, I don't know. He's okay. the only one I cannot find a connection to. Okay. 
So the second name is Andrew Nelson. Okay. C. Andrew Nelson works for Lucasfilm as a visual effects artist and animator. Oh, cool. He's also portrayed Darth Vader since 1994. Oh, wow. Uh, the next name is Susan Morse, who is Bobby Morse's mom in the comics. Oh, that is no. canonical. Yes. Uh, James Cook is from Earth 616. He's in the Punisher War Journal series. Okay. But there is also an actor by the same name who portrayed a forced, for, sorry, portrayed first flight lieutenant of Spark Expedition Avenger movie. <clears throat> so there's that one. That could be, there's that two, could be a two, two possibilities there. Then there's uh, Isabel Hartley. Okay. No, you don't. Lucy Lawless's character. <gasps> oh, oh, shit. She shit. was on the show. Yes. God, that was like, what, season two? Something like that. But Isabel Hartley. Ooh. She's on the list. Mark Roberts. Could be a reference to Mark Roberts' motion, motion control, which was involved with a couple of the MCU movies. Okay. Um, I think it was The Incredible Hulk and The Avengers movies. Okay. That uh, Mark Roberts' motion control worked on, but also is a character from The Incredible Hulk TV series from back in the 70s. Which this has spoofed a little exactly. bit of. Exactly. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. I would, I would kind of <clears throat> err on the side of that one. Either one. We could go either way with that. Uh, then there's the name Ronald Collins. Cannot find a direct connection, but the current uh, hypothesis theory is possibly Deathlock connection. Uh, his name was Michael Collins. Okay. So Ronald Collins could be his dad. We don't know. Possibility. Um, Susan Parker, who is AKA Queen Susan from Earth 4262, the Daring Mystery Comics number seven, which is from like 1940 something. God, I was going to go, what's Peter's. My what, hand Peter's can, mom. My head canon is an ancestor of Peter Parker. Yeah, because Parker. Because Parker. But Susan Queen, Susan Parker was an actual character. Okay. Uh, then the last name on that list is Nathan Bowen, who was in the Cloak and Dagger series. Oh, okay. Worked for Roxxon Corporation. God, fucking Roxxon. I know. So. It's always Roxxon's That's fault. first list. List number two. Okay. The first one uh, scrolls by really quickly, so most people miss this name, is Gabe Jones. <gasps> oh, okay. I did miss that, because I would have actually known that one. Helen Commando. Yeah. Uh, then the second name on the list is Conrad Murphy's from Secret Warriors number 24. Okay. Part of the Secret Warriors group. Which we touched on briefly in yeah, season whatever. There but... wasn't a lot of information on him, so he's not like a big character, but yeah. he still exists. Bruce Banner. I'm not even going to touch that one. Uh, Victoria Hand, which you may remember, babe, is from season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but she was also in uh, the Invincible Credible Man series. Oh, sorry, Invincible Iron Man series. I really liked her in this. Yes. Uh, this name, I'm not real sure of a connection. His name is Ben Harris. He is the president of Harris Publications, which is produces uh, publishes comic books and stuff like that. But I'm not real sure of his Marvel connection. He may be a crew member. Because um, that's a pretty, I mean, that's could a be. pretty. It's a pretty generic, but yeah, that's the best pretty generic can, name. But he is, there is a Ben Harris, which is okay. the president of Harris Publications, which publishes comics. Uh, so then there was Betty Wright, who is a Grammy winning soul singer who passed away this year, like just a couple of months ago. Uh, she had a hit 70s song by the name uh, Clean Up Woman. Okay. She passed away of cancer. She's okay. big Grammy winning. So that's got to be her. Okay. Uh, then there's the name Nicole Amador, which the current theory is Aquila Amador's mother. Oh, okay. Oh, man, I miss Aquila Amador. Right? You remember her from she was, season... Season one, I think. Yeah. God, I, I loved her. I, I wish she would crop back up again, but it's probably too late for that. Um, then there's Michael Phillips, 
Okay. AKA Ice Phillips. There's a the Nam series. These are both Marvel series, the Nam okay. series, and then also the Punisher World Journal series. But also, also, there is a Michael Phillips who writes Marvel reviews for the Chicago Tribune. Okay, okay. So could be a shout could go out. either way. Uh, then there's the name Roger Stewart. Roger Stewart is a cutaway artist for Batman: The Ultimate Guide to DC Comics Superhero. I couldn't find a Marvel connection, but respect. Okay. You know what I'm talking about when you say cutaways? The Batman equipment, you do a cutaway, and it shows how the internal... Oh, That's okay. a cutaway artist. Okay. So he does a lot of that for um, for that. He does other stuff, but that's... That's his. So there's also the name of Margaret Nelson. Some people posited that maybe that could be Agent Carter, because her name was Margaret. Because Peggy yeah, is short but... for Margaret. But my, my theory is possible ancestor of Foggy Nelson. Okay, yeah. Just putting that out there. That is a Nelson we know. So then there's the name Leonard Torres, which I found a combo group called, there's uh, Leonard Kirk and Wilfredo Torres. Okay. uh, Who work on comics at like Black Panther. Okay. Together. So they, yeah, they They work together. That could have been a way to put the names together to make a team. Uh, They're pencilers. Okay. And they work together often. So uh, Jim Morita. Which, yeah. Howling Commando, also the grandfather of Peter Parker's high school principal. Yep, yep. And you said you didn't recognize these names. I'm telling you. Um, so then there's Roberto Gonzalez. Uh, he was the real head of S.H.I.E.L.D. in season two. Oh. Played by Edward James. Almost. Almos. Yeah. Oh, God. Deep cut. Deep cut. Season two, I think, is the one I remember the least. Well, it's the one we haven't podcasted, so. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, two more. Thomas Hall. Could be a relation to Dr. Hall, except Thomas would already have been born, so why would you kill him? Uh, Thomas Holloway was a Golden Age hero by the name of Angel. And then it could be a possible relation to Franklin Hall, the Gravitonium scientist. Mm. So there's several possibilities okay, there. Okay, okay. And then finally, there's the name David Robinson, who played Senator Security in the first Avenger. Okay. So whether any of these are accurate, I don't know, but I... Did some deep dives. And you had fun. And I had a lot of fun doing it, um, trying to figure it out. A couple other names that were mentioned sometime in the episode were Nick, Nick Fury and Peggy Carter, but we never actually saw those names. Yeah, yeah. But there were, you know, so that was um, so that was a lot of fun to awesome to do that. Um, so at this point, um, or at some point, we, we get uh, a little bit of Simmons and Deke on the uh, Zephyr. My heart hurts. Um, he referenced Bobo. She did not recognize and that. And she didn't understand what oh, that she's was. Holding, she keeps and holding she keeps her, keeps her neck. She her neck. And we see at one point that it's lighting up. She's remote control. So I don't <laughs> know that she's a full-on Chronicom or LMD. I don't know if they've put something in her to regulate her or to help her. Well, it's or... right there on the brainstem. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just an piece well then she gets kind of confused later so there's yeah something, there's something going on but like but is she organic is she actually right Gemma simmons exactly with an enhancement or is she otherwise not yeah so we'll have to find out um but the missing the bobo's name yeah i was like what? okay 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 let's back up just a little bit because okay. um deke there's i got his okay, yes. that's an art right name He's doing combat training. 
Yes. I only got kidnapped the one time. God. Oh, Boo Bear. But see, that's the thing. That's that's what, that's the exact same thing they did with Daisy, too. Because remember, she had to start yes. doing combat training in season one. Yes. And, and but, she was kind of half-hearted about it. But I'm glad to see that the consequences of Daisy's actions are still playing out. Especially mm-hmm. seeing as how this uh, the storyline is playing out. Yeah. With Gideon Malik still alive. Oh, we should have killed him. We should have killed him. But to see Deke that throwaway line mm-hmm. that he's having to do combat training because of all this other stuff. Yeah. It's so cohesive. Yes. In the episode. Yeah. Um, and we see, um, uh, we also see that Mac and Yo-Yo are making a date slash side trip Listen, to the lighthouse. Take what you can get. Yeah. Take what you can get. Cause the lighthouse was supposed to be abandoned in 72. And so they think it's going to be abandoned and it is not. Good on them for doing recon, though. Yes. Um, and so uh, this is when we get uh, back in the bar. We get Malik starts to talk to Coulson, um, and Coulson tries to fake it until we find out Malik. The name, the name he used. What was it? Patrick Kudik. Yes. For something God, like I that. I was like, God damn it, Coulson. Patrick. Patrick Kudig. It's like, oh, honey. Go sit down. Go sit down. He gets a gold star for trying, though. He does. A for God. effort. Um, That's such a... Oh, oh, we also missed... Um, Daisy called him dad. Yes. Daisy called Daisy him dad. Daisy called him dad. We've been calling him dad for seven seasons. Yep, yep. And I was just like... Eh. All we need now is for her to call May mom. I know. Um, And so, like, very quickly, Malik is like, Haha, I remember who you are. Yeah, no. And it's like, well, you didn't remember Deke in the 50s, so who the fuck knew? Um, and uh, this is when we, we find out that, you know, the Chronicoms are there. And um, this is when, because uh, Daisy and um, Sousa have been off to the side. So there's going to be a standoff um, because she has grabbed Nathaniel and mm-hmm. she's holding him hostage to get them out. Um, and we see Malik. Um, Daddy Malik um, is ready to completely uh, let them go because they threatened his baby boy. Yes, because he's not a Chronicom. No. And the Chronicoms are like, the fuck? Um, because feelings. Because in the actual, in timeline A, we're just going to call it the alpha timeline because yeah. it's all we have to, to call it by. Um, and I make the rules. Um, Nathaniel's dead. Yes. So what, I don't know how he died off the top of He my died head. with his dad. Okay. With the hive bullshit, if I remember correctly. Okay. Okay. I think it was at one of the ceremonies. Okay. I blocked a lot of that hive crap out because. <gasps> yeah, because hive was kind of ridiculous. Because this is the whole hive. It's almost yeah. like they're retconning it, which cool. Yeah. Fine with that. It was pretty terrible. Um, okay. So I wonder if he's been protecting him all along now because in order to preserve the timeline, but now he's attached to his son because he's been protecting him for... I don't know. I'm making shit up at this point, but you see where I'm going. I did just get a brain worm that if they keep dipping forward, they're going to probably run into Ward because I would would think they would give... (gasps) Like, pre-Hive Ward, I think... I would think they would give Brett Dalton... They've got to give him... Let him be on the final season. That would just... I would love that. I, yeah, I, I would too. I love to... I, I started hated, thinking about it and I was like, oh no, that I hated what they, they... They totally assassinated his character, but yeah. I loved OG Ward. I do too. So I think it'd be fun. 
Anyway, I just thought about that. Um, so they're able to get away because... I think I thought that too at some time and just forgot. Yeah. But cool. Um, and we do see um, that they're being followed by some chronicoms out on the street. And Daisy does finally remember she can quake. Um, like... Just a little bit. Five episodes in. Um, and Sousa sees it. And so does Nathaniel. Um, and uh, so they're able to get away. And Enoch... This is when Enoch drives up. And um, he rescues them. And I was like, my boy, because they were there looking for Enoch and there was no sign of him. Were they, though? Yeah, they were. So, they yeah. started out with that. Yeah. Enoch's only slightly bitter. It's a sweet ride, though. Oh, yeah, but I said Enoch and I was so happy to see him. Come with me if you want to continue existing. Oh, God, it was so great. He's great. I, just, I, 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 I adore the, I have become so attached me to too. this damn character. Me too. And at one point, I'm like, they're, they're getting, I can't remember who got salty about it, but they got salty about like, yeah, a 30,000 year old robot can take care of himself. That was Phil. Yep. And it was just like, that shut up. Phil. Yeah. We don't leave him again. Um, well, I'm pretty upset that they left him the yeah. last time. Yeah. They knew where he was. They could have gone and gotten and said, hey, come, we're located here. Come at least see try it. to. Right? Yeah. But whatever. I think they just couldn't afford to pay for another actor. Or they couldn't muddy the waters of the time of the story, and they yeah, uh, they couldn't could have write him in a couple different things. They they only had the actor so much. That's my. Um. So they go uh to the Zephyr, and everybody's like, "So hey, this is happening." Um, and really quickly, uh, the uh countdown starts going all haywire because they decide the Chronicoms have changed their plan. Well, the Chronicoms have realized that they're following in their wake, so yeah. they moved them purposely. Yeah, to stop them from fucking things up in 73. In 73. Um, but just interesting that everybody happened to be right there at that time. Yeah. Which they're fucking lucky they were able to get out of the lighthouse to get back to the Zephyr. Yep. Um, because they found out that the lighthouse was not, in fact, empty. Well, not in this time because they screwed up the timeline. Right. And so they jumped to 1976, right as Project Insight's about to be launched it's, physically. It's July 4th. Yes. Or July 3rd, 4th, 5th, yeah. something like that. 1976. I actually remember that 4th of July because it was the Because it was, and everybody I was losing very, their shit. Yes, I very vividly remember that. Yeah. And um, <laughs> this is when, um, so we get, we get that uh, May and, uh, and Phil are going to sneak into the lighthouse. They're going to get their little jumpsuits on. And then Sousa and Daisy are going to try to hack in from the outside. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so that they can get in. And, um, yeah, and open doors and shit. And then they send Yo-Yo and Deke to Daddy Malik, who okay. has a house really close by, and they land there. Well, he actually tells Coulson, when they're yes. back in the bar, he actually tells Coulson. I'm going to stay there. Um... <laughs> We really like him. Can't you tell? Um, <laughs> so, um, and so uh, we do get this. It, it's really cute with Sousa and Daisy and her showing him a phone because he was like, your your computer, you need a bigger it's one. So it's not small. that. Yeah. And so she's showing him her, her phone. There is a firewall. Oh, the phone. It was, it was well, uh, May said something early in the episode because he says, well, everybody's looking down. And she's like, wait till they get cell phones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so that was really cute. I really like that, but they do get, uh, get, um, tranked 
later. But it was really, I really liked their interaction. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like the two of them working together. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays, the character of Sousa plays second to a female character really well without mm-hmm. being overshadowed. Yeah. Um, because Agent Carter, uh, Haley Atwell. Yeah. And both, and Chloe Bennett as mm-hmm. Daisy are both very strong female characters. Yep. And they he plays the... Uh, I don't know how else to describe it with the sidekick role. Yeah. Without, uh, em- what's the word? The opposite of masculine. Ema- emasculating. Without being emasculating. Without emasculating yeah. the character. Yeah. He just happens to be a supporting character. He's not submissive. He's just supportive. Yeah. And that Sousa character is a great example of that. Of that. Period. He's a good dude. I like him. I like Susan. Um, so the plan is that Colson and Mary are going to plant explosives and they're going to flood the base. Yes. And in a little... it's in a lake. What? It, what? Okay. What? What is it with shield and water? I don't know. Because they open that... Ba- those uh, I know. I was open, like, it's, it's the Triskelion. It it's a, the Triskelion all over all again. All over again. And I'm just like... I mean, I get it that hiding it underwater is just like, mm, but it's, I mean, they've done it yeah. so many times. Yeah. And it's like, God. I'm sorry, that town fucking knows there's the big giant door right. in the water. Like, they're not <laughs> dumb. Um, but I will, like, I will say there was, I noticed a good little bit of foreshadowing where they're like, what if there's prisoners? Yeah. Um, and so, uh... <laughs> Colson and May bump into Rick Stoner, and I will say he immediately he remembers, remembers her. her. Okay, oh, but... That was, we, yeah, we didn't talk about that. His interaction with May at the bar. Oh, the HR, uh, I cannot purchase you, but if you would like for me to use... My, he said, he basically said, let me use my privilege... Yes. ...to flag down the, the bartender for you, and I, I was, was just, like, I love Rick Stoner so much. Was, he was in, was it the Men in Black movies, too? Yes. Hmm. He got... Yeah, he take it. He got uh, neuralized that one. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is when Colson's Colson's really trying to. He's being very earnest and he's trying to explain to him. And all of a sudden, May knocks Stoner out. And okay, she, like, no, wait, wait, wait. She, she, she reaches up and touches him. Yeah, but that was real quick. Yes. Now quick. here's okay. Let's talk about May for a minute because she does go through. They, they do talk about the the empath ability and yeah. the touch empath. It's not just a regular being empathetic towards people but she actually touches people but she says she's picking it up from people walking on the street no that one guy she that she actually bumped into him because he was infuriated now it's pointed towards you however she is showing concern for the fact that she's not feeling things yes she knows it's not right her acting and i'm not saying this is on ming na this might be a director problem yeah originally she was being very stoic very stone-faced and then in this episode she's actually showing more emotion i don't know if that's on purpose i think it was or if that's a bad directorial choice i think they were trying to convince us she was an lmd early on so here she is but she's showing she's expressing concern about not now that we know that it's an empath thing and not that she might be a robot so which is why i think which is a good reason for her to be paired up with phil because she's not picking up on his emotions yes. accidentally bumping into him. So I think that's a good choice. Yes. But I don't think something's... It's, something's still screwy. It's, yeah. But also I want them to make out a lot. So. Whatever. Uh. <laughs> Only if Susan and Daisy can, can make out. I mean, I'd be fine with that. Okay. 
Um, and so, uh, Susa just needs him a little relaxation. That's all I'm saying. He does. So just, it's that superficial. <laughs> okay. Jesus. All right. Um, so may knock Stoner out because Colson's like, I thought I was doing good. And she's like, no, he didn't feel it. No. Um, it was too quick though. Yeah. I know that they, 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 there was a lot in this episode, that, so they didn't get moments like I, that to breathe yeah, I get more, that. as much as I think they should have. But whatever. Um, so this is when Deacon Yo-Yo go to Malik's estate. And I was just like, okay, I get it that he's right by insight. He can see the launch. That's cool. Could you at least circle the fuck around and not land in his line of sight? Because it's like, hey, we're here. Yeah. Ugh, that bothered me. Um, so they, they go to Malik and, um, Malik's not going to do shit. Cause they're like, you're going to come with us. And he was like, I ain't doing that at all. Martini. Um, and I uh, know he just looked like a crusty old rich dude. Like he had the, he had the silk bathrobe <laughs> on and his martini. It was like, and okay. Bad hair. It's like, do you want a monocle that you need to get? Yes. Um, and so, um, he is explaining that, that the chronicoms are so far ahead of them and, um, this is when, um, Malik says that, that there's, there's leverage they don't know about. And he hands him an envelope and we don't get to see what the photo is yet. Um, and they're arguing and Dee just fucking kills him. And I will say this is a little different than, than in the thirties because he's supposed to have been dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, Deke was just like, yep, yeah, nope, you're going to die. It was like, all right, buddy. Um, we ramped up real quick because like three episodes ago, you were mad that somebody was trying to ask you to do that. Um, so, but we find out that Yo-Yo sees the picture and she immediately knows and they don't show the audience yet. Um, but we go back to Mac who's, who's. But you knew it was somebody related yes. to somebody. Um, but we, we go back to Mac, who's trying to run run the op from uh, the Zephyr. And we he finds out that it's his parents that are being held in the lighthouse. Yeah. And so if they, flood, if they flood the base, they'll presumably kill them. Um, and it's not... I'm assuming Mac has not been born at this point. Um, and honestly, yeah. knowing Mac, I don't know that it was so much he feared for his own existence as he didn't it was his have to. It this was, was his, his parents. parents. I don't think it was for him. I thought it was for okay. them. Okay. Could you have killed your parents? I don't know. Like, I don't know. There's a reason I'm not in charge of this kind of shit. <laughs> I've never been in charge of something so expensive before. <laughs> <laughs> like, I I don't know, because... Even for the greater good? Well, that's my question, though, because... Okay, I've always looked at it like, you exist because your parents got busy at the exact right time that they did, the exact because, right sperm... Because that sperm met that egg and right. it created you specifically. So any yes. other... any other Combination. Combination, you wouldn't be you. Correct. Because that's the whole thing with, like, siblings. I am not my brother. Exactly. So Deke, though... Because they plucked him out of time, and, they've kind of and Bobo and Nana have not punched lemons. I know, <laughs> God. So they <laughs> they're they're kind of making it out like just whenever you have a kid, it'll be my mom. Well, listen, when you come to timelines like this, it's what, what are you going to do? So, like, I don't subscribe to that. I think Deke is never going to happen. 
because he but never... he already but he already exists. but he exists because he was plucked out of that time exactly line. so mac already exists so it's got to be the, that's my thing it's got to be the i can't kill my parent i can't make the call yeah. to kill my parents however i get another... are you you're like i'm a terrible terrible human you're being. like well it'll save the world right it's the yeah. greater good the greater good i'm sorry but that's just who i am as a person yeah but Mac is squishier than that. Mac is very squishy. He's not... Okay, I'm someone who can make the hard choices, though. You are. You are. I am that person. Yep. Mac is... You can lock un- that shit down. Unfortunately, we see here, Mac is not that person. You've got... Yeah. Yo-Yo... I bet you Yo-Yo could have done it. I think she could have, too. I think Yo-Yo could have done it. It's a matter of being able to make that hard choice that you know it's the right one, even though it hurts you personally. Yeah. So... Um, I wish my screen would quit refreshing itself. So... But... And... I thought this was kind of flimsy, and I think this was a, a product of a rushed uh, trying to cram a lot. Yeah, trying to cram a lot in because the whole well, reason it started out kind of slow, though. Yeah, but the whole reason they didn't just sit in the sky shielded and kaboom the satellite as soon as it was launched is we don't want to give away our position. But they—that's what they ended up doing. Yeah, but also like, who the fuck cares? You're shielded. You just bamf out of there i mean yeah if you keep they're they're still they're still going off of the ripples not waves theory though yeah but they've already fucked up the timeline so hard exactly what difference no i'm with you i think they should have kept everybody in the zephyr and i I was just thinking about i was like this is how i play video games i just like when you take over a fort in assassin's creed odyssey Uh or an outpost in far cry 5 i just sit there with a rocket launcher and no. just go kaboom! I go in and infiltrate and sneak and, but and like, kill people. So that you know, you could they could have kept everybody on the Zephyr, which we know was a was you know. I mean, it but... might jump at any any moment. So yeah, like that was where I was just like, mm, yeah. strategically, I didn't agree with that. Um, so they eventually do blow up the satellite as it's being after it's launched, but they've given away their position, right? Which is which... what the Chronicoms wanted. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we get we get the. the the takeaways are Gemma's got some fucking thing in the back of her neck. We don't know what it is or if it is part of her or, like you said, if she's organic or not. Is it is it OG Gemma's Gemma? Yeah. That's my question. Is she OG Gemma? Is she not? But yeah. they want us to. And she was very focused. And, and that's I the think, thing. Okay. 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 I think she is. I think she is OG Gemma. I'm just going to. I'm. I don't have. I'm just picking. She a, didn't. She didn't. I'm, um. Shut down with the EMP. I'm just picking a position. Okay. Okay. That she is OG Gemma Simmons. Okay. And that this is just an implant in her neck. I wonder if the it's EMP her... did something. Oh, it could have. <clears throat> but that I'm I'm just gonna I'm picking a side. I kind of think the device is there to stop knowing about. It fits. is in her brain. Well, it's in her brain stem. And she went to Enoch. Yes. As soon as he was there, like she felt better with him. So this there. is uh, this is part of what happened in the. Oh, we'll have a lot of time for that. Right. Heard Enoch and Fitz. Right. Did all this pre planning, which they're going to have to reveal at some point. But I just I've got to pick a stance, and that's where yeah. I'm going. Um, and then I'm I'm kind of leaning toward that as well. Okay. Um, and then our our stinger is Nathaniel Malik, who has taken Daisy and Susa after tranking them. Um, they said you'd be here. Yeah, and he uh he he was calling prison to talk to Whitehall and um, he, who he wants to talk about his theory of transferring enhanced abilities um, uh, surgically because he saw Daisy quake. 
Yes. Da, da, da. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and yeah, that's fine. It's fine. It's Everything's fine. fine. It's fine. Um, so yeah, I'm expecting us to be back in 76 next week. Um, yes, and then who I think the fuck we will knows. be. So they, knows? they've been following the two episodes per time frame. Yes. So, um, before we get to feedback on this particular episode, uh, just wanted to remind you all that you can send us feedback. Uh, you can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. Or you can get us on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. We never can get this in the right order. I don't even no. remember what the order is anymore. I think well, we because we took out so. Tumblr and I used to do Tumblr. Oh, but like Tumblr is kind of dead now. Gotcha. And is completely unreliable for messaging. We still post to it, but I've looked at it in God knows how long. Yeah, same Um It's just automatic posting. So, um, but also if you're liking what you hear, uh, it'd be great if you could try and support us. You can either go to our website at randomtpodcast.com. There's this nice little button that says throw money at us. And you can, in fact, throw money at us. Yeah. We, we prefer sweaty ones. <laughs> Stripper. Jesus Somebody woman. come get her. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to I learn. do. All right. Um, but you can also, there's our Kofi account, which is pinned to the top of both our Twitter feeds and our Facebook account. Um, you can buy us a coffee. It's great. Um, we appreciate the help. And also, if you if you can't or don't want to give monetarily, because that's, that's your deal. It's um, tight times right now. Go to your uh, podcast provider of choice and leave us a like or a review or a heart yes. or whatever the hell they let you do. Um, thumbs up stars whatever um yeah. re, re, retweet our posts yeah um, repeat retweet the facebook post spread the word uh, yeah. word of mouth is awesome yeah absolutely uh, we very much appreciate that so uh, let other people know how much you love the podcast because we do too yeah so um anything else before we move on to no feedback? let's get that feedback okay. this is from uh, yes yeah, so we're we're in a tight time crunch right yeah, now so, so. somebody's got to get a tattoo a tattoo in like an hour and 15 minutes so so this is uh from sarah and shannon okay this is <laughs> are they emailing collectively of course they are awesome they're awesome one, they're one person i'd expect nothing else uh those of you who are longtime listeners will know that they are our Fitzsimmons cosplayers yes. that we adore yes um lovely human beings learned about uh met us through our podcast and we have met them at uh did you want me con? Yeah, met them at con. So didn't get to see them this very year. Very exciting. Though. I know we didn't get to see them this year. Um, they have actually cosplayed us. God, that was that you was forgot, the tr- didn't you? Yes, that was the that trippiest was... fucking thing that has ever happened in my life, was and it was amazing. Best. That was the best. It was amazing. We walked into the con suite, and there they were, dressed as us, and it was perfect. It was amazing. Love these people. So, um, <laughs> Aliana, I just want you to know there are more than just us. There are so yes. many people out there. Um, and they're here to talk to you. So this is uh, from them. This is Hello, Queenie and Janya. Eh. First things first, I miss you two so much. I know. Between no 221B con and the Disney closure. Yeah. Because they lived and worked down there. Yeah. We've seen them there too. Uh, though that's good and it should be staying closed. I mean, yeah, we know it should be closed. But also. But also it hurts. So I'm sad that I probably won't get to see you two until at least 2021. I know. I hope you're both staying safe and happy in these times. Quick life update. You don't have to include. Oh. On air. Tell me, tell me though, later. Okay. 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 The moral of the story is they're still in Orlando. Okay. Okay. 
Anyway, the actual episode relevant content. I'm not sure how I felt about this one, to be honest. I liked all the references in the 70s clothing and theming and horror of Project Insight happening nearly 40 years early. Yeah. We paused on the list of names, and there are so many cool people there. I, we've covered that. And that your email is what made me go back and look, by the way. Okay. I had meant to, but it was this email that made me go, mm, I need to do that. So you're welcome. Um, I love Coulson being dad, and Daisy called him dad. I know. And Sousa and Daisy's going friendship as they bond over tech, but I'm not sure how I feel about the mis- mystery surrounding May, Yo-Yo, and Simmons. I guess I just want my team as a family fighting the Chronicoms without all the secrets and setbacks. Also, I miss Fitz, but that probably goes without saying. Yeah. I'm starting to get real nervous. Since I feel like I'm being a little negative, I want to say that I really liked last week's noir episode on every level. I thought that was incredibly well done and fun. It was. I asked Shan. Shan? Mm-hmm. Sean. Shan. 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 I don't, when it's shortened like that, I question myself. You question if, yourself a lot. You're right. They have any thoughts, and they said, I want, I just want to know what's going on with Simmons. It's not a thing that's been happening like Mayor Yo-Yo, and it's just like, what is going on? Yeah. I do trust them to give us all the answers we're looking for and wrap everything up nicely, but man, now I'm caught up and I have to wait a week instead of binging it all at once. Yeah. Lots and lots of love from your personal fit Simmons. Oh, we miss you guys. I know. Um, when it's safe, we'll see you again. Yes. Uh, so this is from Travis. Okay. Hiya, ladies of S.H.I.E.L.D. I've overall enjoyed season seven so far, but I kept waiting for the shoe to drop, and this episode did it for me. There were people who did not like this episode. Yeah, I get that. So many turns, developments, and callbacks, a genuine narrative push, a few conveniences like the fact Chronicoms can be knocked out by a quake blast, but whatever. Yeah. I've been more of a Jeff Ward fan than a Deke fan, but I loved him in this episode. Defending his Nana from Sousa and going all out killing Malik, very bold. Yeah. Because he, oh, he yeah. right out shot him. I, well, and also I forgot where Susu was kind of getting getting shouty. And he was yes. like, up, 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 that's Nana. Right. Also, like, they even brought back the young Gideon actor from season three. Oh, that was the same dude from back then? I guess so. Jeebus. Theory time. Gemma's Chronicom. Really? Oh, God. Pacemaker. <laughs> keeps her from aging okay that's i i think that's a solid theory good theory and what if fitz rescues daisy from malik operating on her a reverse devil complex that would be poetic stay safe p.s my dad is also a big alice cooper fan he sees him every time he tours as well he should yeah he put on a really good show he does put on a really good show uh so this is from chris who is not seth but chris okay just so you know. Okay. I'm telling thank you. you. Thank you. So you have context. That that's who cool. this is. Uh, hi, ladies. So we had an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode. It was bad. <laughs> really, really bad. Worst, I, I, don't, I don't think they liked it. Worst episode of the whole show kind of bad. Dang. I saw an IMDb review that, that had a similar uh, belief. I mean, so res- damn. I mean, respect. I usually tend to focus on positive aspects of episode. It is a very short list today, but anyhow. Enoch is back, and I'm so happy about all the Enoch sass we got. Yes. Daisy quaking the Chronicoms into a wall was a great scene. They got the style of the 70s very good. Very well. 
whatever, grammar. The sets and costumes continue to be really impressive, as is the title card. That is all. I don't want to bitch around for a long time, so make it short. I didn't like the rest at all. Okay. But I'm looking forward to your podcast because I usually agree with your opinions, and I'm quite confused about all the positive reviews I read. So I'm looking forward to your podcast and your opinions on this. Have a great weekend. I think it's suffered from trying to do too much, which that tends to be a problem with S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) There's so many storylines, but at least the saving grace with this particular episode is that all of those different different plot lines are all about the greater plot line it's all part of one the the big picture as it were as opposed to having plot a plot b plot c we have plot a with subplot 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 you see they were they all go together they're all part of the big picture so that's a problem that we've had with past episodes that's why this one feels more cohesive to me personally it was just a lot but i can see how that can be a lot to somebody yeah I, I like to focus on, like, seeing Rick Stoner again and the callback to... In, I'm like, trying to have fun. To them pushing up Insight um, to give Hydra more power over, The MCU you know. uh, name-dropping. Yeah. Project Insight, yeah. Bruce Banner. Yeah. Um, I am I'm really not a fan of Fitz not being here. I feel like... Feel like we're getting cheated, and Ian's getting cheated because this is our last season, yes. and I want to enjoy these characters. And we just keep getting it hand wavy fits. It better be a hell of a reveal. It That's better be. All and I've got to say. The longer we go, the more I'm being like, I don't want to get cheated out of half a season with fits because right. yep. I D K. He's off somewhere doing time stuff. Yeah. Word. Feel that. So yeah. Okay. So this is from Alicia. Okay. My baby Enoch. I loved his driving and I saying know. everyone. Then he didn't leave the ship. I get that he doesn't want to be left behind again. <laughs> Deke, you're precious sticking up for Nana and worried and missing Bobo. Yeah. Susa in the phone was awesome. I hope he's okay. I want to know what is Gemma's neck. I hope it's not a device used by the Chromacons to read her mind. I think if it's not like um, uh, like the one theory about it stopping her aging, I think it might be something that's per- that could prevent that. Mm-hmm. Because she knows... She doesn't know a lot, but she knows more than everybody else as far as fits and the plan and all yes, that crap. The bigger, the bigger yes. picture. Yes. Okay, so uh, this is from. We're almost done. This is from Claire. Okay. Not Claire, Claire, but Claire from Canada. Yeah, many Claires. So many Claires. This week's greeting from this week's greetings from Canada are brought to you by my personal do ex. Enoch. Deus ex Enoch. Deus ex Enoch. Which is literally Deus ex Machina because, like, he is a machine. Yes, he is. No, really. Where did he come from? How did he know? I'm not going to say it. How did he know where they... Where did he come from? Where did he go? Oh, my God. Janya. Yeah. Where did he come you from? You did say it, though. You said you weren't going to say it, and then you said it. Cotton Eye Joe? <laughs> suspended. Five minutes. Five minutes? Five minutes. Damn. Not really. No, I can't suspend that. But okay. symbolically, okay. it happened. Uh, how did he know where the team was, much less what they even need... That they'd even need rescuing. Did Fitz send him a temporal slash cosmic slash intergalactic memo? Answers on the back of a postage stamp. That's one of the things that, like, I know good and, like, part of my brain was going, well, this is improbable. Well, there's also that whole point about, did Sousa actually die? Yeah. Did they actually pluck him from the timeline? Or did they, like he said, did they always? Did they always do that? Yeah. So that's a... Well, we see him at the Battle of New York. I'm just pointing that out. But because I was like, yay, Enoch, I was able to override that part of my brain. Exactly. (laughs) 
Anyway, thought of you both this week when we got our Simmons reveal. In particular, I thought you'd be just thrilled by yet another ominously looming mystery. Yeah, it's so great. And then I thought of your LMD theory. I'm still not sure I've subscribed to it, but apparently I have to at least look at it meditatively in the eye until further notice. I think the EMP kind of... Kind of nixed that, but like you said, it could have fucked with whatever hardware that was. It's looking like it has. That's just again my theory. Actually, my going theory for a while has been that if only for symmetry to season one, this season would once again borrow language or themes from the showrunner's prior stint on Dollhouse and pick up that show's dropped idea of upgrading people with tech. Oh wow. Did you ever see Dollhouse? I did not. You should. It's really good. It doesn't have an ending. It just kind of stops. That's why I've never watched it. But I really enjoyed it. Uh, Anyway, in the event I'm landing you with another unfamiliar reference, I'm familiar with Dollhouse. All you really need to know is that the show had the most maddening form for raising fascinating philosophical questions and never, ever digging into them properly. I've rarely (laughs) been so frustrated by media. You are correct. That's the show. That's it. That's why I've never gotten. Then maybe you shouldn't see it. Yeah. I ran. Was it? two seasons maybe i think i think that's all that's it was. all it was and yeah. it just stopped and surprise surprise it was on fox oh <gasps> it got more seasons than firefly suffice to say everything got more seasons yes than firefly. literally everything suffice Oop. suffice to say something about the idea of upgrading people rather than fully replacing them with androids better explains simmons fear of revealing the truth to the team for me after all they're positively chummy with lmd colson so she isn't balking at the prospect of their rejection but she's herself, but not herself, sort of double-plus Simmons. That might be different. Yeah. I have not fully worked out the nuances of why, however, nor do I have anything as to why she's confused without Enoch. I kind of like the whole she's been alive this whole time and this is keeping her young, because think about your sad little human brain well, I think trying it's to contain... Is it suppressing her brain stem and the, I don't know, the but aging I, I was just thinking trying to fit that many memories in a sad little human brain. Well, there's that too. You start to miss stuff because I've deleted things for for dumb reasons. Oh, honey, I've deleted yeah half my life. Yeah, but, you know, mostly because I don't sit around going, hmm, let me think about this depressing thought. Yeah, what the hell. So I don't know if that has anything. to I do I mean, with I don't that. know. Uh, anyway, it goes on to say, has Fitz compartmentalized knowledge between them that actively stops them understanding why we're experiencing if slash when separated in case of capture? Does the ominous red thing somehow affect memory, and does Enoch somehow influence it? Another postage stamp is offered for further answers. <laughs> Keep well. Also, I'd be wearing my hair down the whole time just in case anybody saw that, if I was trying hair. to keep it a secret. Simmons has never worn her hair down. Well, That's yes, she did. A little bit. Mm. But she's working, so the hair goes up. Yeah, same, which I do respect. Which my hair is almost never down. Yeah, same sees. I wore it down once. <laughs> It was weird. <laughs> uh, I have waist-length hair, though, so yeah. it's a lot. Okay, so we're going to go back to Michael's email. This is our, okay. fi- it's our final email. Okay. So this is the second half of his. Uh, on to episode five. We knew the Chronicoms leaving someone behind with Malik would cause more waves than ripples. And sure enough, we get Project Insight 40 years ahead of schedule. I appreciate the MCU callback as well as the name drop for Banner. With the introduction of Project Insight, I can't help but think we'll get an appearance from Toby Jones reprising his I role. I would love that as, as Zola. Zola. Oh, I love that. Also, as a comic book fan, I love the nod to the Jim Steranko designed suits used in the 70s comics, Nick Fury, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. He sent us a link to that. Oh, God, those terrible jumpsuits. Yes. They are the worst. They are. 
I didn't even need Colson's retro uniform line for it to click immediately. So, yeah, he sent me um, a link to the okay. comic. So, yeah. That, having seen them, yeah, that tracks. That tracks. Yeah. It's very comic book-esque. Oh, absolutely. A note of the time travel in this season. We know that S.H.I.E.L.D. is wake riding, but I don't think the Chronicoms have full control over it either. If they did, they would have made more sense for them to jump to after the launch when it couldn't be stopped. They could have still set a trap to capture or kill the agents. Fair. That's a good point. That's fair. That's a very good point. Yeah, because even Mac even says at one point, well, at least it's not tomorrow. Right? Uh, another, but it was awfully convenient that it was that uh-huh. day. Uh-huh, yeah. So were they trying to get the Chronicoms in the same time? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, another subtle change to the S.H.I.E.L.D. timeline is Nathaniel Malik. If you recall, he was quote-unquote volunteered to go to Maveth in 1970. Yep. yep. You were correct. So the Chron... I just totally... Blank that out. So it was high bullshit. Influenced Hydra is apparently skipping the whole hive thing in the distant star return project. Although Nathaniel reaching out to Whitehall does leave an inhumans connection on the table, not to mention Jaying. Yeah. Well, if you look at it like the whole Maveth and the the planet and all that hive bullshit, the Chronicoms knew that went nowhere for Hydra. Yes. So they could easily just be like, well, yeah, I mean, no, that's dumb. Let's Project not Project Inside up 40 years. Right. So that was the whole point. Yeah. So they knew, like, that was a, the whole, well, a the dead whole, end. Well, the whole Maveth and the actual, quote-unquote, Hydra yeah. character were just completely, who is now Ward. Yeah. Or some, or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it goes on. Uh, the editing makes it seem as though the photo that Wilfred Malik had was of Mac's parents, but I don't know that Yo-Yo would know what they looked like, let alone their 70s versions. But she would know what Fitz looks like, and that would certainly call, be a cause for distress. <gasps> so my bet is that the editing is a misdirect. Because we never did see that picture. Because Mac just saw not. them. Mac recognized him on a monitor. He recognized his parents on a monitor. We did not see the photograph. That is a true statement. I could easily see the next episode them being like, look at what I found. And it's, yeah. Ooh, you right. Damn time to get Fitz back. <gasps> My baby. Or maybe Fitz got kidnapped in the middle of all this. And that's why they don't know where he, they say they don't know. I don't know. Who knows? We'll who see. knows? We'll see. Anyway, uh, he says, I know we set aside the LMD Simmons because of the EMP blast at Area 51, but we didn't really consider bioelectrical augmentation. We see something glowing on the back of her neck this episode, and now she's disoriented. So what if the EMP did affect the chip that's been helping to keep her running? Exactly. Yeah. I agree with that. Stoked to have Enoch back, and of course he would be a J.D. Power and Associates reader. <coughs> <clears throat> of course he would. Well, it's not like he's, he's got time. It's not like he sleeps. Yeah, that's true. Some predictions going forward. Okay. Michael's okay. pretty good at these. Yeah. I suspect in the new timeline, Nathaniel will off Gideon since we've lost uh, Powers Booth. Yeah. And be the dominant Malik. Yeah. There can be only one. Yeah, because the, the, if I remember, the brothers never really got along very well. Correct. Uh, we will see Monolith again because S.H.I.E.L.D. needs a way to time jump that isn't at the whim of the Chronicoms because... And the Monoliths still my... exist at this point in time. They have not been destroyed. Sorry. I I'm... just want to finish the sentence. Okay. That's all I want. Uh, we'll see the monoliths again because S.H.I.E.L.D. needs a way to time jump that isn't at the whim of the Chronicoms or because, and this would be my preference, they destroy the Chronicom ship to prevent them from few further jumps. Yeah. Fitz is in the picture, literally, and somehow the Chronicoms have him so there will be a rescue mission at some point. But you are correct. The monoliths do still exist in this timeline. Yep. 
though we don't know where they are. No. It's still like them to pull a few more Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and MCU threads. Up-and-coming scientist Holden Radcliffe, Agent Carter's and Roberts, a mm-hmm. name drop for Pym because the TV budget can't afford to de-age Michael Douglas. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Something's way out there that would be cool. Cap in the Johnny Blaze version of Ghost Rider. <sighs> Johnny Blaze version I, of Ghost Rider. I don't. You just don't like Ghost Rider. No, okay. I think Johnny Blaze would be worse because in my mind, he's been tainted by Nicolas Cage. He's, <laughs> you right, you right. Uh, cheers and stay driverless. Oh, so that's, uh, that's all of our feedback. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to have fun with this. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So, uh, I could see where there are problems, but like I said, oh, there was, yeah. there was enough stuff that happened that I'm like, yay, Enoch, that I can easily take whatever flimsy bullshit. Okay. Let me, they gave us check my list of notes that I got. Um, I like the time. I like that the timeline is screwed up. That it's not perfect. That's a lot of fun to me. Yes. Um, I talked about Daisy's choice to kill Freddy. It's still kind of showing its consequences. That being like Deke having to do mm-hmm. the combat training. The fact that Deke's doing combat training, I love that they showed us that. Yep. Because he, if he does like a fight later, aha, we, go, we did okay. combat training for like five seconds. So now he's an expert. <laughs> so now I'm good. <laughs> uh, the details like Gemma not recognizing Bobo is Fitz. Um, I'm not a fan of the May plot line. I'm enjoying her acting. Yeah. Even though she's showing him, and I talked about that, she's showing emotion when she yeah. shouldn't be. And I like that they're reusing that bar, um, that location. Yes. Um, but all it is is just they, they've got a set that they're redressing. Yeah. Which, I mean, hey. Saving money. It's fine. So, yeah. So, um, anything else? And that's all I got. All right. Thank you for listening, Thanks, guys. guys.